Hello and welcome to the Call of Cthulhu actual play, Horror on the Orient Express, episode 2. The episode where we are all sick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so not you may sick. notice. That's because you live in California. Yeah. yeah I'm not sick just... either. Where it was like 30 degrees and then it was 80 the next two days. So, <laughs> so yeah, a few of us are sick, but we're going to power through it, play some Cthulhu. As long as we're not insane, our, our investigators can go on. So, <laughs> My name is Jay, I'm the keeper for this campaign. My name is Sean. I'm playing Garfield Hernandez. <laughs> My name's David. I'm playing Everett Turner. My name is Jared. I'm playing Walter Price. And my name is Dean. I'm playing Henry Condor. Out of Space Games presents Horror on Orient Express. All right, cool. Dave, are you going to laugh every time he says, my name is Garfield? <laughs> it's a pretty funny name. It's an awesome name. Yeah. And I hate Mondays. <laughs> All right, so last time we left off, you guys had just summoned a crazy doom train in the middle of your hotel room. In Walters, to be specific, because nobody else I'm wanted one. to do it. Because yeah. <laughs> the rest of us were smart. Yeah, Had to be in my room. I had to be the one to turn it on. Weeks off. No, your patience proved uh, well. Because so, it had to go around a number of times before the spell was actually cast and anything happened. So, yeah, when we left off, Walter was being, I guess, kind of trapped or like... I felt that it was like a, like almost like a portal, like pulling me in. Yeah, there was some something drawing you in for sure, and everyone else was kind of like helplessly looking on, in some ways unable to react, at least while it was happening. So we're gonna jump right back into it. So you're still all in this hotel room with the first carriage there, and with these passengers kind of herding Walter in. Walter, it's kind of all like a dream or like a daze for you, you know. Okay. So you don't actually regain, I guess, consciousness or control of your body until you're on board. Okay. All right. So the rest of you, now that he's on board, you notice the train prepare to move. The steam starts picking up, and you can see the wheels, you know, start to rotate. Mm. Let's see. Is there any way you could possibly stop it? Not really, because you're... Like, the only part that's visible is the length of your room. All right. So, all you can see is basically the carriage coach. Maybe if you got to the engine or something. Could they hop on with me? <laughs> Would we want to? <laughs> I mean, I, I think they're trying go to for, like, a ghost ride, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> they're trying to avoid that. Uh, I'll be happy I taking everyone pictures. Already, everyone already thought of that and was like, uh, no. <laughs> what nope. other options do we have? <laughs> I mean, this way we can split the money, you know, three ways instead of four. I mean, yeah. Always about those three ways, aren't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> can I roll a spot in as I'm taking pictures and maybe I notice something? So, okay, it, it's basically almost instantaneous. You can't really... Oh, okay. It's beginning to pull away. You just regain consciousness or ability to, like, control what's happening. It's almost like a split-second decision. I really shouldn't even give you, like, time to discuss. 
So each one of you basically has a decision to make whether or not you want to leap on the car as it's pulling away. Mm. I'm going to leap on the car. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, why not? All right, we have to roll for it. No, you're okay. I mean, it's not that hard to board a, a slow moving train. Like, one that's pulling away, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's no momentum yet. Okay. Okay. As you jump on the train, you have no idea whether or not you're going to be able to return. And as this sad reality fully materializes in your mind, you lose either three magic points or three sanity. What are magic points for again? Casting magic. I don't know. I mean, are any of magical? <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize I was like a wizard too. Like, no, I, I think it was a stat that was tied to something else. Okay, it might have been your your power or something. All okay, right. I took my three magic points. I took three sanity. I took sanity. So as the train is pulling away, the passengers seem to their eyes kind of roll back in their head and. They go into a trance, and you guys who have just jumped on, you realize that Walter is being surrounded by all these passengers. He's kind of down at the end of the train. You tried to back away, getting away from him. And basically, they're just coming after you. Not attacking you, like, physically, but they're definitely trying to grab at you. Can I, like, attempt, like, to fight them off? I mean, I mean, there's, there's too many of them. Should I just try to, like... You know, you can, be like a bear and intimidate him away. I don't know. They won't be intimidated. You can try to fight him off. And the other investigators will probably have to either fight somewhere or knock some over in order to get to you. All right. Time for a rumble, guys. All right. How many people are we talking about here? There's probably, at a quick glance, at least they have to. I would say between seven and eight. Oh, I like those odds. Now someone has grabbed him since he failed to push him off. All right. Doesn't one of you guys carry like a sawed-off shotgun? If you, you're in the hotel. What yeah. are you doing? Like, <laughs> I oh, didn't yeah. buy a I shotgun. Mean, yeah, you're looking at a train camera. on the ground. I mean, sawed-off shotgun. You should like stuff happened too quickly for you to grab your shotgun. All right. All right. I just want to run and just dive into the crowd, basically. Okay. I start pulling people back. Like, one by one, the stragglers, or people closest to me. Yeah, you guys will need to make the strength against these guys. Strength roll. Uh, All right. All right, Dave, what did you roll? 37. I got it. So you kind of barrel into him? Yeah. Okay. Give me one more, then. All right. And I missed that one. Okay. You managed to bowling ball two of them over though so the first guy you knock over and knocks over the other one henry don't you don't manage to pull him out of the way but he's not advancing either garfield what are you doing well my strength sucks and i rolled so i miss and what do they grab me then no they're not trying to get you right now they're really focused on getting walter okay so i failed to help walter i mean you're still too kind of far away so, Walter, now that they have a hold of you, I need you to roll your strength. Okay. I made it. 18 under 80. Okay. 
Yeah, that's good. You definitely are able to knock them off and kind of free the way. So before you got on the train, you did manage to see what you believe to be Henry Stanley in the window of the, the second car. And now you hear a voice at the end of the car coming from the direction of the door saying, get to the door, we'll let you in. All right. How far is the door away? Probably about 15 feet. So you still have at least, a, I mean, you knocked the one guy off. They're still coming at you, though. And the rest of you, you still have like three more guys to get past. Um, Am I able to make another fighting roll? This round, basically, you knocked them off. You know what I mean? Okay. So the rest of you. Let's roll another strength one. Uh, you can do brawl if you want or whatever fighting. I have no fun. <laughs> yeah, even a luck, you know, you might just be lucky and slip past him. What's the default dodge? It's half your dex. Okay. So, are the two guys who I knocked down, are they going to get back up or are they just going to stay down? No. All right. This is happening very fast. All right. I want to come up swinging at somebody right now. So, you have to imagine basically the combat round in this sense. They grab Jared, that's one round, while you guys are barreling through. This round, Jared just, or sorry, Walter, just I'd knocked like him shook away. shook them all off, right? Exactly. So those guys basically just hit the ground. Okay. I want to come up with an uppercut to the closest person. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to sure you can and jump while you're doing it? I'm okay, in. no, Where are a little combat I'm, uppercut. I'm swinging from the knees, man. I'm swinging okay, from the knees. Okay, where are you targeting, huh? Where am I targeting yes. this person? Right in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. He wants to juggle this you know, dude. Like. It's, it's dirty but effective. Okay. I'm guessing this is a male. Yeah. You're doing this too. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm punching for the crotch <laughs> of the nearest person. All right. So we'll get you. We'll let you use the. What is it called? The blessed die or whatever? Yeah. Um, so you get the extra dice. So when you roll for this roll. All right. Or whatever your combat or brawling, you're going to for your tens you'll roll it twice, and you'll take the better number. So if you get a seventy or or a forty, it, or you get a seventy and a forty, you'll keep the forty because it's the better roll. Okay. Does that make sense? Sort of. It gives you two chances basically. All right. Rolled under. It is a. It's an extreme. Yeah, you should be fine. So they crumple down in pain. Nice. You exploded his genitals. <laughs> That's pretty mean, man. You don't even know who these people are. That's right, and I don't care. We need as many people as came from America <laughs> to make it out of that car. <laughs> All right, what are the other guys doing? I'll try to take a swing to... Okay. Uh, with my super low strength. If you're, you're going to fight, it's going to be, like, brawling. All right. So the way to think about it, brawling is you, like, taking a swing. When you make your strength roll, it's because you're trying to overcome the other person's strength. Okay. I rolled terribly low. Which is good. Okay. Like, wh what did you roll? A four. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah so you, you extreme skilled it. Yeah. All right. All right, basically, you falcon punch the dude. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i don't know it's probably better if you describe it but anyways you knock him out 
And on that success, you probably knock someone else over, at least knock them back out of the way. At this point, I'm guessing the way is pretty clear. Yeah, there should be one guy standing, right? So uh, it should be pretty easy to get past him, Um, especially because they're not really even focused on you. I said we just beat down this last guy. I know <laughs> we can rub get it the in. door okay, <laughs> just stop but like, let's just like stir curb stomp. <laughs> All right, Jared, go for it. I mean, I'm the, I'm the angry man. I have an anger problem. <laughs> well, can we grab one of these dudes and take them with us? Why How about the dude whose nuts just got exploded? <laughs> I guess. Drag him. Just slam him in the chokehold. Let's get him out of here. All right, I can swing at him if you guys want. Since I'm the last one. <laughs> Instead of no, attacking think, his nuts. I think Dean should make a run for the door and get it open yeah. so we can get through. Well, the other dude's going to open it for us. Yeah, they'll let oh, us right. in. We, yeah, we just have to get to it. Yeah. yeah. So we just have to curb stomp this one guy. All right. So what violent. are you doing? I, I'm going to take a nice swift kick at his nuts and see what happens. <laughs> uh, okay. And, oh, 24 out of 25. Wow. <laughs> You grazed his testicle. <laughs> yeah, just fair. It's that one-inch punch. No. Um. All right, so the guy goes, or I'm hesitant to call him. The passenger goes down without much of a fight. Basically, you you kind of cheap shot him. They're turned away from you, focused on Walter. <laughs> and you basically run off home behind him and dunk him. Hey, whatever works. Okay. So you make it to the door. The door bangs open. You know, and a man crying, through here, quickly. All of you, I guess, rush through the door. Give me a quick like hot spot hidden roll. Hit it. I mean, it's not super important, but as you run through, you realize there are like strange symbols and glyphs sketched on the door. Can we do an occult roll? No, yeah, you're still running. All- you're running through it. It's basically a quick glance. Okay. This is whether you noticed it or not. But essentially, it tells you that's why... They couldn't get through it, you know what I mean? Got it. All right. Oh, okay. So after you guys rush in, the guy who lets you in bangs the door shut. You can hear the passengers kind of moaning and wailing on the other side, uh, (laughs) unable to get past the sigils sketched on the door. Is that because they are in too much of the pain? Yeah, probably. The other guys just bleed. (laughs) 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 They exploded nuts. All right, so the guy slams the door shut, turns at you, saying, Welcome to the 9.15 a.m. to Liverpool, although we are currently running um, rather late. My name is Randolph Alexis. Oh, he was one of our guys in their notes. I want to go look at my notes. I think we all are. I want to make a roll so I can slap this dude in the mouth for trying to joke. (laughs) About being on, a glove. on an effing ghost train going God knows where. <clears throat> so he consigned the train set, and isn't he the son? Oh, his name was on the note in the... In Stanley's yeah. home. And Oh, and his son was... An, they were occultists. They're both occultists of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. So the second carriage is obviously much less chaotic. It's rather actually deserted, dusty, and silent. Alexis leads you along the passageway. All the compartments are empty, except for the last three. So in the first of, three, the first of these three compartments, you find shredded clothes, 
and some scattered and gnawed bones. Hmm. You kind of give him a worried glance, and Alexis shrugs. A man has to eat. Oh. You might spot something out of the ordinary. Uh, we look very closely. Okay. So, you spy an engraved watch on a side table bearing the letters AA. So possibly his or possibly his son's? <laughs> Maybe. He doesn't say anything about it. The next compartment, you see the person who was kind of screaming in the window. He's super grateful. Basically, when he sees you, he starts almost like sobbing uncontrollably just because he, he still doesn't know if he's going to live, but at least there's other people on here with him. <laughs> Is the train moving at this point? Yeah. Like at like a good clip, or is it just kind of like chugging along still? At a good clip. During the fight, basically, it got to speed. Um, had you not jumped on when you did, you would have missed the opportunity to do so. Since you realize that you saw him through the window, you kind of take a glance outside just to see what it's like. You notice outside is a universe gray, like underdeveloped photographic plates. Basically, through the fog, you can see on the ground trails and tracks that the train that you're on has, like, made. Through the vapors of which cut innumerable blue-black world lines of the Doom Train, circling and twisting one dim swath around the next. This great wad of passage extends as far as the eye can see, in patches that means many or hundreds of miles. As you watch, the Doom Train palpably moves against the world lines beyond, whose segmented lengths curl in a dark, gigantic serpentine. Like a ticking clock, the Doom Train lurches forward at regular intervals, and each movement becomes another segment. Alexis chimes in. So when we first came, this place was empty of the train. I see now one day when it will be filled, and then there will be room for no more. Time is different here. It seems to me no more than a month since I made my great error, and yet my register. He points to the ceiling, and you see a whole bunch of tiny ticks have been drawn, keeping the time. Shows so many episodes of long sleep that I calculate, confidently, the year to be late 1911. Do you have any questions? So we've traveled back in time. How did he, how did you get on the train? Alexis tells you, I've been on the train since 1897. A bunch of these passengers came on board with me. But you can see they kind of degenerated, basically lost their minds and are like driven by the will of the train now. Um, really until Stanley, Mr. Henry Stanley arrived here. I didn't have anyone to, like, talk to. Except for the person you ate? Um, like I said, I would have ended up with these zombies out there. I had to do something to keep my, my mind clear. So you ate? So what's the story with the uh, glyphs? The runes? On the door? Yeah. Yeah, is that well, like a protection spell or something? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's what keeps them out, and that's why we have to keep the door closed. If we were to leave it open, they would be able to get past it because they wouldn't be in the right place. 
Were you the one that put the glyphs on there? Yes. How did you know about that? Why, I've studied the occult. That's kind of what led me to the train. Yeah. And you have no no idea how to exit the train. Well, I have a plan. I've been working on some way to get out of here, obviously without a library and a way to get information. It's been difficult to do it. Well, we visited these first two compartments, the last one here, that's where I've been working on anything, everything. So, uh, you guys want to see it? Yeah. Yeah. All right, just keep in mind, I had to use materials that were on hand, which you might imagine aren't very many. <laughs> you mean a lot of, like, human bones or something? Well, because you can't eat all the parts of... Of, uh, uh what? Listen, I'm just saying, don't make judgment calls. <laughs> don't worry, I'll get you off this. All right, is he walking in front of us when we go towards this <laughs> yeah. next Yeah, you can let him. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna do that. Yeah, after, you can lead the after way, you, sir. Can I grab one of the bones and use it as a weapon just in case? <laughs> All right, who's who's walking behind? Walter. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, I'm gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I probably would be right behind the dude. Yeah, you're the angry one. Honesty. No, because I I have occult knowledge, and I just think that would make the most sense for me probably to be right up in the front. I think I would be last because I'd probably be taking pictures. You're the, the baby of the group to keep Look. it a family friendly podcast. Oh well, anytime I would go anywhere when I'm, I always get you know, I always get left behind taking pictures, and I always have to catch up. So is that what you're doing? Yeah. I mean, I'll take right. pictures of everything. All right, so the three of you left behind. Henry Stanley has kind of regained his composure. Go ahead and give me a psychology roll. Oh, just missed it by eight. I made it. Okay. I got right. a strong mind. So you just happen to glance over at Stanley, and his eyes are kind of like pleading at you. You have no idea how grateful he is. And maybe not just for coming on the train, but that he's a little scared of Alexis as well. Hmm. Let's talk to him. So Walter walks on along ahead with Alexis. You guys have like a second. If you have a question you want to ask. Uh, um, Why are you cowering from the other guy? Like, I, I can't tell you for sure, but I feel like he was going to eat me. I was going to be the pile of bones next. I don't know what he's up to, but... I don't know if I trust him. He might be able to get himself off this train, but I'm not sure what he's going to do to you. <laughs> okay. So all of you make it into the next room. You're greeted by the sight of Walter, his jaw half hanging open, like taking a half step back. So you recognize the figure eight pattern on the floor, except that it's fashioned from human intestines and other miscellaneous organs oh hmm alexa seems oblivious to what it's made out of in the gory scene uh, basically it looks like a deranged cannibals <laughs> leftovers just arranged neatly so he nonchalantly says you know there's something wrong with it i just i can't get it to work i'm so close okay i'll bite what are you missing yeah are there any of the parts you need on walter Alexis gives you like a weird glance, almost like a glare. So he keeps an eye on Henry now. 
So a mechanical repair roll might help here. Okay. Got it. So you realize, because everything is strewn out, you know, the model set, remember I told you it was pretty big, mm-hmm. because it, in order for it to work, it, it's a three-dimensional piece where it wasn't just like a flat eight. So what's not working is basically it's too flat. You need some more, I guess, dimension to it. Because you guys just looked at it, you're able to instruct him because you hit your roll as well from memory. So he kind of um, goes to the side, gathers some more bones and bloated organs to um, basically add some heft to the rest of the circuit. So now that the track is finished, there is no train. (laughs) All right, so what else... uh... What else do you need for this little uh, display? Alexis kind of uh, inwardly smiles. As this goes on, he gets more and more excited about the work and in some ways kind of um, ignores you. And you think to yourself, that might be a good thing. Don't worry, I've got this covered. This is the train. And he pulls out for you an old, rotting human heart with gray and green arteries dangling. So it's not going to go on its own. We are going to have to manually power this and have it run its revolutions in order for the spell to work. Okay. How do we get it to run its own? Before we go jumping in with the dude who obviously ripped somebody apart and strew their organs all over the place, maybe we should, like, figure out why this dude is on the train. Like, I don't... He was drawn to the train, but he didn't really say why. Like, we have no yeah, guarantee. Yeah, so he could kill people and eat them? Yeah. Like, he he knows this stuff. Like, I, there's no guarantee that once we do whatever he wants to do with the heart, that it's going to get us off the train. Right. So, I don't know. Yeah, let's ask him. Ask him, yeah. Well, that's where we find out. So, what's happening? I'd like to first politely ask him... <laughs> To put the heart down and step away from the organs. <laughs> what do you mean? This is our way off. This is what... I mean, I don't know why you guys came on board, but this is our way off. I've been waiting for this for like 30 years. All right. Now, look, man. I'm just trying to say we can just take a step back. We're, we're new to this. Like, we didn't all sign up to hop on a ghost train. So, if you could just, you know, give us a little time. And if we need a persuade roll here, I made it. So we can just give it a little time. <laughs> <laughs> then we can just discuss this and we'll be more than happy to help you with your whole heart thing right there. Rotting heart thing. Yes. You can see him thinking about it. Well, I've been here for so long. What's another couple of minutes? What What the heck do you want to discuss? Uh, So... You said you were drawn to this train, or for some reason, you you seem to have come here of your own volition. You don't seem terribly surprised at what happened. Uh, so I'm curious about that, and also about this person's organs, because that's really like giving you a lot of latitude right now, <sighs> despite the fact you clearly dismembered another human being. Okay, what what do you want me to answer first? Uh, let's start with this train. Since we're on it. Basically, 
Uh, my son's always been really interested in trains, and I decided to get him one, and we started it up. <clears throat> and for whatever reason, I um, or the train, I'm sure as it happened to you, just kind of popped out of nowhere. So that's how I got on it. It sounded like when I talked to Stanley, that's what happened to him too. Okay. Yeah, we were brilliant and jumped on. How many times did it go around the track before you got on it? Before it appeared? I I can't remember. Oh, cool. Did your son get on the train too? Mm, he. Is he? No, he didn't. No, he was with me. Who was uh, who was the person that you ate? I've had to eat a couple people in order to sustain myself. A couple people? Over the, was, <laughs> that's a lot of meat, dude. Hey, man. I told you. So I got on the train, or uh, the train appeared in 1897. And what, for me? What did I calculate? It's been like 14 years. You got to eat some people. You have to eat some people. Okay. Otherwise, I'd just be another person out there, and we'd have no hope of getting off this train. Why were you selling the train set previously? Someone, wait, it was sold? I mean, What I mean is, I mean, um, you know, I didn't have any use for it anymore. Huh? This guy seems shady. I, seem, I say we kill him. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaning towards that. Well, but <laughs> so, <laughs> just see if he'll tell us how to get off, and then we kill him. <laughs> so Wait, it was part oh, of a consignment. Uh, so it it wasn't like it was part of like um a property purchase. Remember, like an estate auction. Oh, it's part like an estate sale. Yeah, I still had that bone that I grabbed right when we walked in. Uh, I don't remember <laughs> you saying anything about that. I said I was gonna grab one of the bones. You have a your weapon. camera too. There's no need to kill him right now. But can, I just want to be ready. You can, know. I mean, we can. We just destroyed like seven dudes in the other car so <laughs> i hope we can well this dude could do some weird stuff so we'll be wary but like i mean i mean why now you've been here so many years you've eaten so many people obviously you've had the organs for a while was it did you not realize it needed to be 3d until we showed up or look it's uh, how many years ago and i'm trying to recreate this thing from memory again like i said it was my my son's train set that I wasn't even into trains, okay? Word. Right. Where is your son now? Um, I'm not sure. I haven't seen him since for a couple of years, you know, since I disappeared. Or since I got on the train. Did you tell us his son's name yet? I think you know his son's name. Because we just have son of Randolph here. Yeah, I don't think we know his son's name. Uh, what's okay. what's your son's oh, yeah, yeah. name? My son, uh, Albert. So, why was your son's watch in the train car previous? All right, at this point, he kind of glares at you, like you can kind of see him working things out in his head. Can we do a psych roll on this dude? Sure, <laughs> might be a good <laughs> idea. He's obviously crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got it. All right. So if you didn't know before, you know now for sure. <laughs> He's an insane and extremely dangerous. He's definitely lying to you about how he got on the train. All right. Well, um, but you don't get the sense that he's lying to you for how to get off. So 
I think we still need him to get off. Well, yeah, we, he hasn't told us how to start the heart thing or what it's supposed to do after it starts. So, I don't know. Maybe we could figure out what it's supposed to do. Does he know what it's supposed to do? Does he? Are you asking him? Yeah, like, uh, so we'll take you at your word. But uh, what's supposed to happen here with this heart and these entrails here? If you don't mind me asking, how did you get the train to appear? We turned it on. What do you mean? Flip the switch, right? That's that's all we did. Right. Yeah, but that that shouldn't. I mean, it has to go around. I mean, it must have gone around a couple times, right? Yeah, it must have. But before we get to that, how about you tell us all about this heart, and then we'll do what's that called a quid pro quo? So you tell us something like what this is supposed to do. And we'll tell you how many times. Well, you have to imagine this heart is just like the train. So it just needs to go around the circuit until I'm not exactly sure. I haven't done it. Obviously, that's why I'm still stuck here. Okay. You know I'm just guessing. Happen. Okay. So so I said quid pro quo. Uh, so it went around uh, 30 times. So we just have to have it go around 30 times. Okay. Now, you answer another question. How do we get the heart to go? What is it you want us to do? I mean, I was just going to push it, honestly. Ha! (laughs) (laughs) I told you, it sounds crazy, and you probably think I'm crazy, but what else do we have to do? Oh, you're definitely crazy. I know, we know you're crazy, man. (laughs) You ate a bunch of people. All right, anyway. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you ate your son. Yeah. And that okay. might be your son's heart. Hmm. And so anybody who's touching the heart is going to get to go back? Is that how that works? Or? Well, I'm, I'm guessing after it comes along, kind of like the train appeared in your room. I'm I'm hoping it appears back and we can just get off like that. Okay. Um, why do you feel certain that that'll happen? Yeah. Well, you you are just pushing a heart along some intestines. I mean, it, it's how you got on the train, right? Or how it appeared for you. Hmm. Well, I, I say we we kill him now and then try to try <laughs> <laughs> to push it around. Are there Hello. any? Is there anything we have to say? Are there any glyphs that we have to know of before to you know to do anything? Or just pushing it? Is that all? Yeah. Can I do maybe like? I'm curious if maybe there's like a spell, like a separate spell besides the protection spell cast on like the room or on any of the people that are in the um the in the cars yeah do maybe an occult roll got it nice okay i as well all right basically recall he's a well-known occultist so you could probably call him out for his crap or that that he's like consciously doing it so maybe, um, do you know what's so special about this train that it's entered this second world or second phase or whatever you want to call it? I mean, I, okay, I'll, I'll tell you what actually happened, okay? I actually got on this train in, I actually got on this train in 1897, and during the course of that ride, something happened. We ended up in this dimension. But that's why there are so many people here dressed from that time period. 
So it just so happens that a well-known occultist. Wait, hold on. Who said we are very well aware of your uh, background? <laughs> All right. At this point, he really is kind of on edge and nervous. I, I really want to just sneak up behind him and just like clock him in the head. It's not. I mean, we attempt to intimidate him at this point, you know, if he's already kind of on edge. I could charm him, try to charm him into calming down. He doesn't have any cleavage. No, (laughs) but I still have charm, regardless. (laughs) No, cleavage is my my kryptonite, you know, I'm the one that gets distracted by that, not the other way around. So he can tell you that you're all kind of like glancing at each other, and he holds up the heart and saying, unless you're going to get another one of these, you're not going to have a train to get back. Is there something special about that heart, or is it just a heart? Because you have a heart that we can fully pull out of your chest. Jesus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're not exactly diffusing the situation I, here. I, I just hit my charm roll, so maybe we can, I can charm him into calming down. Yeah, I think you need to flirt with him or something. No, I, Get him my opinion calm is down. that people give up more when they're scared and they're on edge than when they're comfortable. He already knows that we, we're not very trustworthy of him. But we don't have to necessarily tear his heart out of his chest. I mean, we just... His is as good as any. (laughs) Yeah. I vote for his. If the heart's not special, it's just got to be a heart. I mean... Yeah, hold on. (laughs) Let me make a roll. Ooh. Not great. Okay. So after you make your threat, he kind of just grins to himself. He says... You might not want to do anything. Uh. If you were wondering, we're completely off the rails. Ha ha. Uh. <laughs> but. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I really feel. I feel like we're, we're kind of in a loop right now. I don't really. I don't necessarily feel like there's much more we can get out of him. I mean, that's where I'm at, at least. Well, he can give us some more history on what actually happen i don't know if that'll help us any he could but it doesn't seem like he wants to well try try a charm rule i did i hit it all right listen there's way too much tension here honestly we're, we're all after the same thing how about this i'll tell you the absolute truth of what happened he put air quotes up when he said that or? <laughs> no i don't think that was a thing back then <laughs> okay <laughs> because you do think to yourself like he does want to get off he's been stuck on here no matter what his intentions are at least that part is true you know he doesn't want to be stuck on this train forever all right since you guys know that i was an occultist there's no reason to really lie to you about it i'd run into some bad people and made some bad deals so i had a couple people kind of chasing me down and everything i'd been experimenting with some spells all right basically i needed to get out escape these pursuers and be able to set up somewhere else. So, the spell is kind of a gate, alright? Someone's a gate which lets me transport locations. Except you're not supposed to be stuck where you are. So I must have messed up somewhere. Which is why you end up on this stupid train in the middle of nowhere instead of getting to where you're trying to go to. So my first test was with this model train. It summoned a gate and I didn't step through it because it, it didn't look like we went to the other side. You couldn't see anything. It was just this hazy gray stuff you see all around us right now. So I thought maybe it was too small. Let's go on and try it on the large train. 
what I didn't realize was by casting it through where we were on the train would cause the entire train to go through the gate. So you guys obviously aren't from Britain, or you would have heard of the train that disappeared that year. So half of it was found. This is the other half. And we're stuck on this endless loop till we can get out of it. So I'm hoping if we're able to make enough revolutions, I've already got the glyphs and stuff set up. Now that we fixed it, if all goes well, we'll be able to summon another gate, find a way to get off this time. Okay. Now that you're being straight with us, I do still have two questions. Okay. The first is, how confident are you that you're going to be able to gate us where you want to? And not into, you know, the side of a mountain or into the middle of the ocean. You know, someplace that would, like, kill us. If I'm guessing correctly, it should put us back to where it disappeared. So as long as those train tracks are still up, we'll be fine. Okay, and then I'm still pretty curious on where your son is and why you have his watch on the train. I mean, is is your son part of the reason why you're creating these portals? My son, he was interested in the occult because of my dealings with it. I put those glyphs on the toy, and when he realized that it was a, a spell to cast the gate, he tried it himself and ended up here on the train. What happened to him after he got onto the train? He eventually died. And... Of what? <laughs> Listen, he's not here anymore. <laughs> is that his heart? It's not important. What's important is that it'll work. What do you guys think? I want to ask him one more question. What What year do you think it is again? What, 1911, 12? I don't know. And okay. it's actually, what, 1922? 23. So if he portals us to 1911 we're still 12 years off no it's not it's not a time thing it's not a time thing just location so basically we're gonna go back like no time has passed for us yeah yeah no time it must have been a miscalculation everyone's dressed here and like it's 1897 because that's we were on the train in 1897 I am worried about that time difference I think there's something there what other option do we have? It's not like we can control yeah, it. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that might just be part of our journey back. We should just grab bones, be ready to fight off whatever else we have to fight off. Man, I hope these are like femur bones and not like <laughs> foot bones or something. <laughs> like... John, grabbing a femur, you know, or shin bone. I guess if you could run to the next compartment if you wanted to. Yeah, I mean, we are on a large train. I think train. we should grab that watch. Yeah. All right. You guys can have whatever you want as long as you're not coming after my heart now. Okay. I'm I'm grabbing a femur bone and maybe like a a smaller jagged one, so I can like a knife. Has he been on any of the other cars of this train besides the front one? No. Basically, these these two are like the only ones. They made yeah. it through the gate. Have you been to the engine room? No. So we basically saw everything, every part of the train. Yeah, like there wasn't that many cars. All right, are we ready to do this? 
Uh, <laughs> I don't think we have any other choice. I don't either. Let's just get it done. All right, let's do it. I have my bone and my do it. my bone knife. I think there's a boner joke in there somewhere. Probably. <laughs> your bone knife in your pants. Right, yep. <laughs> I'm handling my femur. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me get an idea roll. Got it. I got it. Okay. Hard roll. Or hard. Alright, again, because of the size of it, and now that you're moving it manually, you realize that uh, instead of one person, like, going all around, it's like an eight-foot thing. It might be easier if a couple of you are working at it and you pass it back and forth. Can't we just have Garfield just, like, run around and figure (laughs) eights? I mean... That's what... How many times? Well, it just has to be a multiple of eight, right? Is that what it was, or a multiple of six? Oh, we did it 40 times. We did it 40 times, but I lied to the dude who told him 30. Yeah, you, you told him 30. I know that. But I, wasn't it a multiple of something? No. No. I don't think it was because it was 40. Was it because it was 40? Well, you can ask, I guess. Uh, okay. Well, is he going to know? No, he had it wrong, remember? He asked us how many times. Yeah, he asked us. Yeah, so he doesn't know. Well, why don't we ask him? Um, yeah. If he knows. How many times does he think it has to go around? Yeah, and or, why? Or there's any, like, multiples or any numbers part of the occult? Yeah, um, no, I know it's it's less than 50, but always more than 10. It depends, I don't know. They seem to do it differently every time I use the train, but that was the range that stayed between. How many times have you used this train? The train I used, you know, enough times to make sure the gate would work. I just felt like it never worked, that's why I tried it with the larger machine or while I was on the train. Okay. So there's something wrong in the spell. That's why it's not taking me to where I want to go. However, it works in the sense that it still opens the gate. So we position ourselves in a figure eight. Are you all doing that? (laughs) If we're going to go, if we're going to do this, we're all going to effing do this. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. Hold on, right? Be- there's before four we do of this, us and there's one of him, so... Can we go grab Henry Stanley? Or yeah, grab Henry. Is it supposed to open a portal that passes the whole train through? Yeah, the rest of the... So you're two, com- you're two carriages. All right. So All right. we stand in like a four by four, or like a two by two, and he stands in the middle, we can like do like a hot potato. When you go around. back to grab Stanley, he's kind of like sleeping. Like his up. You wake him up. Yeah, wake yeah. his up. We got a game to win. Okay. <laughs> so each of you get your tens ready. We're gonna have to do this again. I rolled a ten. Two. Two. Wait, hold on, hold on. Relax. So Randolph Lexus, before you start, he says, "Under no circumstances can we stop, though. It's like a train. If there's any stop, you have to start the circuit over. So if we're gonna pass it along." We just got to know and just pass it smoothly. It doesn't have to be like the same necessary rate, but you can't toss it to the next guy. All right. Okay. No hot potato. All right. Stanley starts to freak out. First of all, because there's a whole bunch of intestines and you're asking him to, to pass a heart around. He's like, no, man, I, I can't. I don't even like trains anymore. Okay. I'm never going to touch a train in my life. Like, Okay. Henry. If you'd like to touch anything else, 
you know, real food or the ground or your bed, then maybe you should just relax a little bit. All right. I'm just saying, us. what what if I drop it? What if I drop it? What if, you know, I don't then know. We'll, I've never held a heart. What if it's slippery? You know, then we'll start to get all Henry. Yeah. It'll be fine. And if we you don't start die. over, if you don't do this, you're going to spend eternity with that man pointing at Randall. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have many choices here. You guys should just do it yourself. I'll just watch. I'll watch. Okay, fine. You can watch. It's weird, but you can watch. <laughs> you voyeur. <laughs> or I'll just sit right here. Yeah, I'll watch. I don't. I just don't want to. You know, I don't want to mess it up. Yeah. yeah. But if Keep you Stanley over if here. you mess us up in any way, we will knock you unconscious. So. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna start this off. Yeah. Let's yeah. Do it. I rolled a ten. Okay. I rolled a one. I rolled a two. I rolled a two. Nice. So, the first 15 revolutions go around. You guys are kind of disgusted by what you're doing. You know, but by the 10th time around, it's kind of more mundane than everything. And you're going at a pretty steady speed. You you don't want to go too fast for... just You don't want to mess it up. But nothing's happened yet. You just hear the squishing and the... You know, yeah, that's good. Sloshing I think, sounds. I think I'm starting to get hungry. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Randolph rolled, over there licking his lips. <laughs> uh, I rolled a six. I rolled a ten. Four. One. All right. So, let me get a listen roll. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I fumbled it. I fumbled it as well. <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, rolled a nine. Someone's man, oh, so, heart must be okay. really sloshy. You rolled wow. a nine. Yeah. So he got it then, right? All yeah, right. The rest, yeah, the rest of you two grossed out. <laughs> but Garfield is able to. Yeah. Probably because he's he's always on the run. You know, he's got to listen. <laughs> oh God. He hears, like, the moans of the passengers kind of get a little louder. And there starts to be pounding on the door. Henry starts to flip out now. Like, they're gonna come in, man. They're gonna come in. Should I... You want me to go over there and, like, make sure everything's okay? They're gonna... Don't let him near the door. Yeah. No, the glyph... No. The glyph will hold. Just let the, the spell hold. I don't know, yeah. though. I, I haven't heard them this loud, like... I don't, there's no one over there. There's usually, usually one of us or, or uh, Lexus is over there. What, I mean, it's magic. Just don't let him near the door. Someone come over him. here. I don't know. I just, I. Dude, we will straight knock you out if you do not yeah, shut up I, and sit down. I have the femur bone right next to me. I, I no, listen. Him. Just you guys do the train. Just handle it, and I'll, I'll go and make sure everything's okay over there. No, you just did. Stay he here. just did. He just you do you us right then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I right, feel torn about fast. this. Get it done. All right, let me get your D10 rolls. I rolled a nine. I rolled a two. Uh, I rolled a two. Four. All right. So as you're getting close to the end, Stanley kind of gets more and more visibly irritated. Since none of you restrained him, he kind of flips out. Bolts out of the room. I should have caught him. Okay. I offered. And you can hear, oh my god, I'm sorry, they're coming in. 
as the door bangs open. So, passengers start streaming in, and the door to the compartment isn't that big, so there's, there's basically one of them at the door right now, but they're all pushing past. Give me one more D10 roll. I rolled an 8. So as they come through the door, you guys kind of freak out, realizing you might have to start this over or do it while they're coming at you. Thankfully, it was a really good idea that you completed it together. Had you not done that, I would have to count each round and something different would happen each time. Oh. But since you did it all together, I can add all your your rolls together, if that makes sense. So as they're reaching for the door, the last circuit is made, and you, you start to see the smoke like you did with the toy train coming from the heart. You know you guys are close. Suddenly you feel the thrum and click of car wheels rolling and clattering over solid iron rails. Out of the windows, you see light coming in. It's like a late morning. So the sun's not out yet, and there's nothing really going on inside. Looking over at Randolph Alexis, he suddenly starts to smile and starts to laugh. (laughs) But then all of a sudden, it looks like he's starting to shrink and shrivel up. Suddenly old and tired, he appears to age. All the other passengers who are reaching through basically do the same thing. They cringe and gibber, their hands tighten up. And they basically lose control of their body. Make a listen roll. Man, I do not want to listen to them losing control of their bowels. I didn't say bowels. Whatever. That's what I heard. I'll just put a fart sound in there. (laughs) I I made it. Missed. 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 All right. So, Walter, you hear a whistle blast. At first faint, but you realize it's coming from outside. It's like a train whistle? Mm-hmm. And the train's still moving? Yep. That's not our train. It's probably another train coming at us. We need to get off. Oh, get off the train. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. <laughs> Garfield. Garfield Hernandez. Garfield. Can we look out the windows and see what we... It's still pretty dark out, remember? Yeah, let's get off the train right now. Are we on like a single track or like a double track? It's a one-way because you're on the old track. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's I think let's, we need to get off the jump. train. Yeah, let's jump. Garfield's the drifter. He goes first. <laughs> I drift out of the train. <laughs> really? <laughs> How do we jump out of the train? And, like, do we need to bring Randolph and Stanley with us? They're, like, old dudes right now. Yeah, he's dead weight. Stanley looks to be injured. Because the passengers start to go after him. Well, let's grab him. Let's push him out the window. And then if he dies, then we don't jump out. All right. You guys are going to try to jump? Well, how fast are you? You're going at a pretty good click. How far are we from the engine room? Does it make sense to maybe, like, run to the engine? Yeah, you can try. Maybe we make a run for the engine room? Okay. All right. Yeah. So you guys run through the cars, scramble over the tender. Now, you don't know which lever to pull. Who's got operating heavy machinery? It's that, or you can try a luck roll. Okay. Missed there. Oh, crit hit. I got two. Oh, nice. I rolled a four. Okay. So, Henry, you decide to just grab a lever and tug on it, (laughs) hoping it's the best. 
Thankfully, you start to hear the rumbling and screeching as the train jerks to a halt. Yeah, Stanley's going to remain alive. He's so thankful. Your reward for saving him, roll a d6 and gain that much sanity. Whoa. Nice. Oh, I only gained one back. Oh, that's six. Nice. Okay. So you guys managed to make it off the train, safe and secure. You're not obviously in your hotel room anymore. You are on the tracks. So all the passengers have withered away. You guys go back for Alexis at all? Yeah. Well, we can go and look and see what happens. See if there's anything left. And also for that watch. Yeah. Yeah. I think that watch could be important. Okay, so you guys grab the watch. Looks like Randolph Alexis' body is not there. And the window is open next to where you last saw it. So either he crawled away or we got a body snatcher. (laughs) By this time, a bunch of railroad workers and, and people are kind of coming over. Are you guys going to try to leave before they get there? Or? Yeah. I think we just get the watch and get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you leave through the back and find your way onto a main street where you are able to hail a taxi. Or if you want to, get on a train and head back no. to your hotel. No. We'll hail a taxi. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. That or walk. <laughs> no trains. Um, could we maybe have... Henry takes some pictures of the train as evidence that it's like back. Something that maybe identifies yeah. it as that train. Yeah. Okay, so we have some photo evidence. Okay. Yeah. As you make it back to the hotel, I'm guessing most of you wants to see what happened to the toy train. Yeah. So you open Walter's room and everything is there. Very similar to the marks you found in Stanley's room. Again, the steam. You know, the bubbled wallpaper or the ceiling. Right. And then the tracks on the ground. But the set is still there. The train set is still there. But you guys make it back. And now that you have pictures and Henry has documented uh, this case, you'll be able to take it to Professor Smith just in time for the Challenger Lecture in our next episode. I was going to say next week, but that's not going to happen. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we can stop there. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. I think that was a good episode. Yeah. It was gross. Yeah. That was... Sorry, I didn't do as good with my description. But... Oh, that's fine. No, that was good. That guy was creepy as hell, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're probably going to see him later. Mm, we'll see. All right. So that's it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening and putting up with our, our sick voices. So our investigators made it out of, we'll call this the introductory scenario. So hopefully things will get more lively and exciting as we move on. But anyways, if you enjoyed this, make sure you check out our other episodes where we talk about board games as well as RPGs and any back episodes you may have missed. We also have a YouTube channel where you can check out us actually playing board games, unboxings and that sort of goodness. If you want to get a hold of us, Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Out of Space Games or like us on Facebook at Out of Space Games. You can also reach us by email at outofspacegames at gmail.com. But I think that's all for this week. My name is Jay. My name is Sean. I'm David. I'm Jared. 
And I'm Dean. And this is Out of Space Games. We'll catch you next time. Peace.